And hello, welcome back to Without Reason. Without Reason is a podcast that is designed especially for you. With with this platform, I try to discuss things that are relevant to the everyday believer. I try to discuss and do research on things that I think will help the believer or those that are non-believers get to their place of purpose, to get to the place where no matter what's going on around you, no matter what they're saying about you, no matter what is pointing at you, that there is a way of escape through repentance and our ways of communication can get us to the place we are supposed to be. So, I want to jump right into it today. I want to talk about communicating blessings. A lot of times we speak or talk our ways out of things that God is really wanting to bless us with, but we say ill things that stop us. And then, since we have took the action of saying ill things or corrupt things about others or ourselves, that we have to deal with the consequences of the talk, the consequences of the communication, the consequences of the things that we was not supposed to do, the consequences of the behaviors of things that we was not supposed to do, and the consequences of our response processing systems. And I want to start first with James 1 and 19. Know this, my beloved brother, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Yes, we hear what they're saying about us. We hear the talk. We hear the plans of evil. We hear the things that they have accused us of, but we have to find a way that we are slow to speak. And I know that is a hard thing to do when a person is coming after you, attacking your character, attacking the things that are attached to you, attacking your environments. But we have to find a way through the power of God to be slow to speak and slow to anger. Mm. And the best way to achieve this is to practice this. So from this day forward, even me, you, or whomever is listening, let's stop talking ill or talk about the downfall of others when we should start talking of praise and exhortation of others and that we should come up with ways to help build one another up. Ephesians 4 and 29 best explains that when it says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion. 
<coughs> excuse me, that it may give grace to those who hear. Mm. Can you imagine a world, and I know there's so many demeaning things that are going on in our world, but can you imagine a world of peace? Can you imagine a world of just pure positivity? Can you imagine a world where we live in, where we build up each other instead of tearing down? Do you know how progressive we could be? Just a reminder to you, excuse me, Proverbs 15 and 1 also says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Though conflict may be in front of you, may disappointments may be present, may the things that people do to you may be visible, but when you can respond gracefully, and sometimes in order to respond gracefully, that, re- that means that you can't say a word. Because if you say something, you may stir up more anger, more harshness, more corruption. So we have to learn how to do, as in Psalms 141 and 3, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Mm, mm, mm. One of the hardest things that I found in my transformation was keeping my mouth shut. And what I had to realize is that the tongue has so much power that it commands knowledge. But the mouth of the poor or the mouth of fools or the mouth of those who continue to stir in the wrath pours out folly or discord or disgrace or unwanted behavior. So in order to become better, one of the first things that I had to learn to do was to avoid irrelevant babble. Because if you don't, it will lead you, the person, the people, groups, or whoever, it will cause you to go further and further into ungodliness which then deals with sin then which causes anger and slander and what we have to do and what I have learned that I had to do was to back away from it back back go away from it because the words are many your words have so much power Your word has so much that you could say, but if we take the time and discern the bad, find the good, your speech will become 
great. Your speech will become seasoned. Your speech will become the response to the evildoers against you. And when the words are many, in transgression it's not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is blessed. How do I know this? Because if we allow our response to be God's holy word, Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So that's our confirmation that if we stay pure in God's word, if we stay doing what we supposed to do, we will not be like that wicked messenger that falls into trouble, but we will be faithful and it will then bring healing over whatever the situation, whatever the conversation, whatever the situations, whatever's going on around you, you will become faithful because your pain will produce a production level like never before. And how do I know this, that your mouth and your words and the things that you say have power. How do I know this? Proverbs 18 and 21 confirms this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Mm, mm, mm. So instead of defiling a person, instead of we ourselves speaking evil out of our mouth, instead of us doing what we want to naturally do and respond, we should continue to speak the truth in love. And when we speak the truth in love, we grow in every forms of life in the pursuit of being more like Christ. Because he is our head and he's the one we're striving to be more and more like day and day and day and day after. But we have to first do what Ephesians 4 and 25 says. Therefore, having put away the falsehood. Let each one of you speak the truth with his na- his neighbor, for we are members one of another. When we continue to tear down instead of building up, we cause the division of the souls to grow greater and greater and greater. But praise be unto God. He has a way that with his love and the reminders of his word that he becomes the bridge over division and connects people to do what they are supposed to do. It's an honor to keep away from strife. It's a blessing in being quiet from quarrels. It is a blessing for the righteous to ponder on how 
to say or how to respond or what to say in reaction to what people have said about them, even if it's true. God has a way of loving and covering our multitudes of sin that we may be more progressive in being more Christ-like. So in order to avoid the responses of negativity, do like Titus 3 and 2. To speak evil of no one. To avoid querying. That means avoid avoid confrontation, fights, or whatever it may be. But become gentle and to show perfect courtesy towards all people. Because what you don't want to do is continue to stir in that strife. Those disagreements. You don't want to do this. You don't want to be less of Christ. Our main purpose is to be more of Christ. And when you respond, one thing that I had to learn after admitting to my truths is that my words should be gentle. I don't have to use four-letter words to give a response. If I have prayed about it, if I have discerned on what to say, if I have meditated on that thing, I don't have to 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 be harsh. I can be gracious. In Proverbs 16 and 21 says, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. So my friends, as I come to an end, remember that we are to guard our mouth. And when we guard our mouth, we preserve life. And in order to encourage one another, in order to build one another up, we must first Look at how we would like to be built up. And then we are able to gain the proper rest. We are able to get rest for our soul. You're able to go to sleep at night. Even if you didn't say nothing at all, that may be the best thing for you to do. And just always remember... And they they say this a lot of times with marriages and in this form of relationships with others. Mark 10 and 9 says it best. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. Let no issue separate you from achieving your goal. And remember, there is no fear in love. But perfect love, I'm in the word, 1 John 4 and 18, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected 
in his love. I know it's hard. I know it may be difficult. I know it may be a task that's like no other. But remember this one thing. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom. And his tongue speaks justice. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I don't know who it is. This word may be just for me. But in order for us to achieve the greatness that God has for us, I do believe that we will have to stop responding to all evil that's presented to us. Let the fence separate you from hurt. Let let all that pass away so that we may all grow together. Let us stop slandering others. Let us stop competing with others, but exhort each other every day in every way. And one thing that my grandmother, Ruth Linder, has always reminded me of, and she has been a blessing for me in my life. I never forget when she told me a fool keeps silent and it's always considered wise when he closes his lips he is then deemed intelligent that's Proverbs 17 and 28 I didn't know what that means when she taught that to me at a young age but as I progress and as I transform and as I become better each and every day I know I now know what it means to keep your mouth shut. I know what it means for righteous lips to be the delight of a king. And he loves, the king loves those who speak what is right. So my friends, I thank you for the opportunity to discuss the response to negativity. I appreciate you all and I know that we're all going to get to the finish line because endurance is what produces produces the finish line not speed let us pray dear heavenly father I want to say thank you for all my listeners thank you for blessing me with vision and thank you for giving me vision to be able to go after those who don't know or to remind those who do know of your goodness dear heavenly father as the days go on from this day forward lord i ask that you that you would help us to tame our lips and that you would help us to become more and more like you that you will be able to come into our lives and allow us to activate the greatness that is on the inside of us, that it may be coming and flowing out of our mouth, life, wisdom, and prosperity. Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Bless the listeners, guys. 
bless the listeners. Lord, these guys, they need you. They're like me. We have a hunger for your word, God. And we want to use your word to make us better in each and every way possible. It is in Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Hey, guys, listen, take and share this podcast. You can find us on on Facebook. Um, go to your search bar, type in Without Reason. You can find us on the web, withoutreason.info, where you will find blogs. You will find other podcast submissions. Lord, I know... I know the task has been hard for us, but I do believe that you have something for us. And I know for a fact that you have sown into us. Now it's time for us all to reap the harvest and the benefit of having you. I know you guys have to get back to work or whatever task you are doing, but I sincerely want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for being there. This podcast is not just for you. It's for me. And it challenges me to be better each and every day. So, guys, I love you. You guys be good. There's a blessing in keeping your mouth shut. That is how you respond to evildoers. Bless you guys and have a great day. See you next time.